Yeah, yeah. That's my uh, move. He's so precious. Oh, you want to just snuggle this way? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, (laughs) he's a good boy. Hi, I love you. Oh, he's such a roundy. Hi, baby. He's so round and loving. He's so round. Yeah, he's very round. Sometimes I just like to do that to him. Oh, the purring, the purring. Oh man, it's it's. It's just like it warms my heart to see my two friends <laughs> together. One of us is your son. Yeah, my son and my friend. Listener, I am snuggling with Stephanie's son <laughs> Blue right now. And he's being a cute little baby. Tenderly looking directly in your face and then snuggling into your arm, maybe nuzzling. He, maybe he knows that I'm sick. Sometimes animals can like tell when you're not feeling well. He usually can. Aww. Whenever I'm not well, he doesn't bother me at all. Baby. Whenever I need to like really sleep and I'm sick, yeah, he doesn't do the bullshit like like what we just heard mm-hmm. he does. My listeners, my roommate just told me that Blue hops up onto my piano mm-hmm. and tries to open my door when it's closed by jiggling You're the so fucking doorknob. Lucky that he doesn't have thumbs. He will figure it out one day. He's going to open the door one day. 100%. And it's going to be terrifying, I think. 100%. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like I can't even move because he's being so cute right now. <laughs> you can I move at any time. so much. You can move at any time. As soon as you baby. definitely need to move, just, just, just. I, this is like the time when I held uh, a baby <laughs> and I, I stayed in the same the one position. single time you held a baby. Like, for a sustained amount of time, yeah. And I stayed in the same position for probably an hour and 15 minutes, just, like, similar to this, very Mm. similar, in fact, holding the baby to the point where, like, my whole body was, like, sweating. I was, like, drenched in sweat (laughs) because it was, like, an arm exercise where I was just, like, holding a baby out in front of me. Babies are eight pounds. And it was, but it fell asleep immediately. And I was like, oh, wow. I can't risk it's a tender, loving baby moment. up. So Especially I just hard because, like, when it's awake, the baby at least is, like, carrying some of its own weight in its musculature. But that's an unconscious baby. It's full weight. No, it's a teeny, teeny, tiny baby. Oh, really? It was Adam's baby. Oh, I was, th- oh, right. I was yeah. there for that. It was a very, very Man. cute little tiny baby. Yeah, Blue's, like, the size of at least three babies, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, he's many babies heavy. Yeah. But only three apples tall. Yeah, three apples tall. Meow. And like at least seven apples long. Not even oh including the tail. Oh my god, probably tail. a dozen. Not including the tail. Um, Baker's doesn't even. Listener, welcome to Cat Pod. Cat's the Spirit. <laughs> Cat's the Spirit. Cat's the Spirit. That's the Spirit Podcast with Robin Brown and Stephanie Fagan. This is a podcast for people who love to be scared. Mm-hmm. And also for people who like to be scared, but not by this podcast. Because I yeah. feel like we, like, we get scared, and then we tell you about it, and we scare each other. But yeah. you listen to us being, like, a little spooked, but mostly just having a good old time. We mainly just have a great old time. I will say, uh, you know what this podcast has helped me with? What? Getting over long, long-lasting scares. Ooh, like what? Like, I used to watch a movie, and it would stick with me to the point where I couldn't fall asleep for, mm-hmm. like, five hours. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, if that happens, like, last week, for example, you told you told me and all the listeners about those children 
Yeah, uh, about see, those terrible children. see the real horrors around us that who we can can't see. see things that, yeah, the ghosts all around us. I almost let it keep me from falling asleep a couple times. Yeah, I'll be honest. I thought about that snake man crawling on the ground, yeah. and I did get afraid. I got scared, but then I was like, you know what? The worst thing that could happen is that I die, and that's going to happen anyway. Mm, I think that way worse can happen than that, but... Well, it's the ultimate worst. You know what I mean? Like... It's I mean, the yeah. end of the worst. But thing you could get happen. so scared before you die. Sure, you could die afraid. <laughs> yes, you which could. honestly I think is how I am going to go. Well, I told you that in, in the Grand Canyon, <gasps> there's only one death associated yeah. with snakes, and it's a man that died of fright. Oh my god! He wasn't even you know bitten or attacked by one. More than anything we've ever talked about on this show, the one thing that's haunted me the most is the dad that fell. That's I regret sharing the Grand Canyon. I wish I didn't know about it because it's that so actually sad. shit like that does still keep me up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you could die from a, a mistake. You could die from a joke. You could die from a joke. Uh, listener, I apologize. I don't know if you can hear that I'm a little sick. Sorry if I sound gross and sniffly. You don't. Well, it is what it is. Everybody, but. I think at this time of year is just. It's like a given that you, you're 20% less. It's just like, it's really fucking annoying that like, sometimes you just get sick and you can't like do anything for a fucking week. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. just like, I guess I'll just not be able to function for a week and be like a fussy baby and it feel is like I'm dying. It is also crazy that they've like eradicated polio, but we can't do anything to shorten the common cold. No. My dad kept talking about, um... That really long name, over-the-counter thing that you can get that's like axillosonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolonicolon
Right away. Oh, and then in, in the last shot of vodka, put some fresh ground black pepper. Right. And he, mm-hmm. he said this like it's an obvious thing like, everyone would do. All right, here's what you do. So first you drink vodka seven times. The last time, add in some fresh ground now black pepper. Now you're drunk in your coat. Then put on all, all of your winter clothes. All of them. Like as many pants as you have, as many sweaters as you have, as many coats. Then go to the gym. Run as fast as you can on the treadmill. That's how you die. For 10 minutes. Run as fast as you can. As fast as you possibly can for 10 minutes. You'll get kicked out of the gym if you show up blackout <laughs> drunk in all your clothes. <laughs> Reeking of alcohol, yeah. sick as a dog, in like eight layers <laughs> of winter going? clothes. Yeah, it's just like I Running as this. fast as you can on the treadmill. I mean, I imagine that when he would do this, he would just go outside and run mm-hmm. in the outside as fast as he could. But since there was treadmills where we were, he was like, go on the treadmill. Run as fast as you can for 10 minutes. Uh, and if you can, just, like, yell. Just yell a little. And then he said, then you take, you, you strip all the clothes off. And you take, you take a hot shower. And then you immediately have to go to sleep for 10 hours. Was there, like, an onion involved in this, too? There wasn't an onion for this. Oh, okay. There wasn't an onion for this. Well, did you try it? Have, did he, it work? He may have mentioned garlics, but oh, okay. there wasn't an onion for this. Um, I did not try it. I did not try it. I didn't have, first of all, it was August. I'm going to try it tonight. I didn't have access to any, any of my winter clothes. But I would love to try this one day. And you know what? God damn it, I think it works. Actually, you know, I, th- well, you know, it's kind of hard because you, you have to wake up that day and choose, am I going to take cold medicine today or am I going to drink seven vodkas? You can't do both. You really can't do both. I mean... Lord knows I probably have. Yeah, God knows I've tried. But you probably can't do both. But, man, I think that this there's got to be some kind of science behind. Definitely you can sweat out some I toxins. I think, yeah, maybe it's just like overloading yourself on one toxin to get rid of the other. I don't know. I don't know if it's like his vodka's <gasps> astringent. They're like, you got to cleanse it out and then get some vodka inside your pores. Oof, to clean out the pores. So terrible. I don't know what it is, but and what where the black pepper comes in? That's probably just for taste. It's probably yeah, just an extra little. Yeah. Yeah. A little kick. Yeah, a little kick at the end there. I can't get over how cute your son is. He's being a real. He's sweetie, being a real cutie baby. He saw that before this. He was like a, a terror for like an hour and a half. Yeah, but now he's being a snuggly friend. That's how he gets you. Every because time. I need help. Yeah. Help yep. me. Yep. Help me. Yeah. Ooh, how's your week been, friend? Um, you know, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. Mm, comes and goes in waves. Yep. I would say we were we've been Rob and I've been talking a lot about Pen Fifteen, this new Hulu show. It's so good. It's really great. Uh, it takes all of your worst uh, memories from adolescence and brings them right out into the open and tells them, mm-hmm. you know, the memories. It's okay, especially if you were like thirteen in like nineteen ninety nine. Yes. And I did text this to you, and I think it's true that people born in the 80s were the last innocent generation. Well, can you tell me what made you think that? I just feel like to own a milky pen, Mm -hmm. to, to yearn for a milky pen at like 14 and 15 years old. I would love one now. Now, though, if a 15 year old wanted pens as badly as I wanted pens, that would be like an immature 15-year-old. Yeah. I just feel like kids are older, you know? Well, yeah, I feel like kids start dressing like, <laughs> we sound so old. I know. Kids 
Spencer but dressing, it's also, like, super sexy, really young now. And, like, they did, I guess, when we were in high school, too. And maybe I was just, like, frumpy, so I didn't... It didn't cross my mind. Yeah, maybe I was just covered in fleeces and Birkenstocks Yeah, I was always. probably just like, look, guys, like... Yeah. <laughs> my mom's taking me to Gap. Yeah, like, I've had the same Eddie Bauer hand-me-down jean skirt but for like, 10 years. Yeah, I mean, one really good thing about this show was that they did show like that weird transition phase when people start to be like I'm gonna start dressing sexy and like buying thongs and it's like Mm -hmm. you can't do that and then being like oh my god you can yeah I remember like there was one girl we went to high school with that everyone was like it's really insane how many thongs she wears and I always thought it was really messed up how obsessed people were with her underwear but I also like saying that you probably know the person I'm talking about. It was that I think I do. It was that prevalent. She was known for it. I I don't like remember really ever like seeing somebody wearing a thong and being scandalized by it. But I do remember like it being a huge deal when somebody I know I knew bought one. Mm-hmm. Also, though, all I did as like a 13 year old was steal. So like, it's a totally different. Ball game, buying one versus just stealing. I stuff. imagine it's really easy to steal a thong. Oh, brother, is it? It sure is. Yeah, I'll tell I wouldn't you know what. because I I don't think I saw one like in a in in the wild until I was twenty. <laughs> 20 years old. Welcome to the thong talk. Yeah. it's probably <laughs> the most honestly boring way to talk about thongs, the least sexy way. Yeah, it's definitely just the least sexy way. Talking about, like, first time you found out about them. Yeah, <laughs> the first time you saw Stealing one. them as, like, a yeah. chubby little seventh grader. And Convincing yourself that you like to wear them when you don't, though. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at least one time I wore it backwards, and I was like, this hurts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that one to, like, I feel like to a very young girl, they'd be like, that's obviously how it goes. I mean, look, they're not intuitive. It doesn't make <laughs> any design? sense. design? Come on. It doesn't make any sense as an undergarment, and I'm going to come out strong against them. I don't mind them now, but, like, if I, I, I don't know. Let's let's talk about ghosts. Let's talk about something else. All right, fine. <laughs> if you insist, if you insist. Ooh, baby, I've got a ghost for you. Do you want me to, to go first so you can keep holding my son? I can keep holding it. Okay, okay, great. Don't worry. Good. I can have it all. He's full asleep. He's fully asleep, and I can multitask on this. Wow, wow. Okay. So, Mm. first, I'm going to hit you with a little piece of ghost news. Great. Ghost in the news. And this is really going to upset you, and I'm sorry. Okay, I'm ready. (sighs) Momo challenge. Stephanie, what is the Momo challenge? Um... Oh no! So when you you go to Momofuku, you just try to eat as many food as you can. Mm, I wish, I wish, sister. Hold on, <laughs> I lost <laughs> the, the link. I'll guess again. Okay. Is Momo challenge uh, try to drink as many milk as you can? Mm, getting closer. Is um, is it drinking milk right right from the udder? No, getting a little further away. Okay. Okay. Stephanie, Interesting. second question. Is it the same thing as the blue whale challenge? Is the blue whale challenge... Ooh, I'm, I'm going to say no. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the Momo challenge is a dangerous viral game said to be posing a threat to children after coming to the UK. Oh, no. A female doll featured in the digital game, which has been claimed to be visible on YouTube, 
is terrifying adults for more than one reason. And I'm going to show you a picture of this, and you're going to oh, no. fucking hate it. <laughs> I can't see that. I can't see look it, at it again. No, I can't see it again. You have to look at it because I had to. I hate that. I know. I hate that. I hate that Not more. only does she have creepy features, including bulging oh, eyes and a no. twisted smile, no. but the character encourages children to self-harm and to hurt others. Children are told to carry out dangerous tasks after being contacted on WhatsApp, ultimately leading to a demand for them to take their own lives. What the fuck is uh, this? Yeah. Um, I knew a, a seven-year-old from Bolton internet. told his school friends that adult that doll-like creatures would kill them in their sleep. Look at that! No, 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 no! Look at it! No, I can't. Just really quick. I already saw it, and I can't. Okay. I can't eat. I can't see it. I can't see that. The boy's mom said when I collected him from school, the teacher asked to talk to me. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's really bad. Uh, she said he had made three kids cry by telling them that Momo was going to go into their room at night and kill them. When we got home, I spoke to him about this, and he told me some kids at school told him to look at the Momo challenge, which he did. Uh, the Momo challenge is reminiscent of another horrendous game known as the Blue Whale Phenomenon, which has been linked to at least 130 teenage deaths in oh Russia. Oh, my God. Okay, and then this says, do not add Momo. It is a strange no, record. In your diary, uh, I don't, don't ever add see the number. It. A strange face of a woman will appear to you. It is the latest viral WhatsApp fashion among teenagers. Oh God! Did, does Kiri know about this? Is she gonna? You should tell her. She's gonna find out now. Um, Kiri, beware! See. I just like. No, no, I can't. I can't look at that. I'm not looking at it. No. Oh my God! I hate <laughs> it. The Momo challenge. It's guys, listeners. This is the scariest blah. thing I've seen. I don't yeah, like it at all. I don't know. I, I'm going to stop drawing it. Or drawing it. Wow. I'm going <laughs> to stop She's infiltrating you. No, I was reading a sentence that says, uh, YouTube responded, we appreciate people drawing problematic content to our attention, making it possible, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, okay, that's Ghost in the News. I hate that. That was a very upsetting one. After I that, I was like, that. guess there's just one Ghost in the News because I'm not reading anything else after that. She's the worst thing I've seen. Really awful. I, Do they know how, why this, where this originated? Like, who started this? Bless Excuse you. Me. God bless. God bless. Sorry. Um, Goblin. That sculpture reminds me of, like, there was a sculpture that somebody showed me in college that was so deeply upsetting to me <laughs> that I cried. I probably was also pretty stoned. A sculpture? But it was like a sculpture of like a pig man with like a, a slightly human face. That's... And I fully cried. I can definitely like find it on Google because I finally, after like a really long time of being disturbed by it, found out, found the origin and it was like a sculpture in a museum somewhere. But like a hyper realistic, lifelike, like statue sculpture. I hate which that. is what I'm guessing that thing is too. Oh, I really, um, really fucking hate that. Yeah, uh, man, I hate that. And I'll, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if like it wasn't a huge. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like a fake story. It was on some UK website. Yeah, of course she doesn't really come to your room to kill you. No, I mean, but I wouldn't be surprised if like. It wasn't even, like, a rumor that kids were, like, starting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really hope that, um... I, what the fuck is the blue... Blue, So, that's uh, why whatever, I think whale. that it's, like, fake is because there was, like... 
a story going around the internet, like, la- uh, maybe last year or two years ago, about, like, this thing that they were like, oh, Blue Whale Challenge is, like, a thing in Russia where it gives you, like, a series of challenges, and then you end up, like, the game ends when you when you die, and, like... You know, obviously, I was like, I got to know more about this, like, creepy thing. And so I researched it, and people were like, no, it's not a real thing. It doesn't, like, exist. Um, So, yeah, I'm not that worried about it. Okay. Anyway. Well, that's really scary. It's still really terrifying to look at. I don't like to look at that Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but I had to show it to you. No, no, I'm glad you showed me because I have to know. Oh, and listener, you are gonna see it on our Instagram. Sorry, Ooh, if I had to see it, you have clear to see the it. Instagram. I guess this week. Okay, so what I'm actually oh, gonna talk about today is Return to Babylon. Wow, good R. Thank you. You know I can only do that. Let's see, rice pudding. Nope, nope. no, not Close today, though. not today. Um, so my sources are weekandweird.com and Paranormalistics. Just had to say that because nice. this is all lifted straight from them. Cool. So, I'm going to read this article out loud. And my dad told me about this the other day, and it, like, fucked me up. It scared me. Oh, my God. Okay, so. I'm excited. For some people, Stephanie, a good horror movie is enough to give them sleepless nights for a week. Yeah. If that's you, you might want to skip this article. Oh, Oh, no. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Because the legend behind the film Return to Babylon might scar you for life. Oh. There are quite a few haunted movie myths floating around the internet. In fact, a handful of movies are out there that tackle the subject of haunted or cursed films like VHS mm-hmm. or The Grudge. I liked the VHS. Yeah, I liked it. Um, but 2012's Return to Babylon claims to be the real deal. Can't be. Director Alex Monte Canawati. Uh, said, uh, sorry, directed by Alex Monte Canwati, Return to Babylon has amassed quite a reputation for itself over the years, thanks in part to the legends circulating around the making of the movie. According to Canwati, mm-hmm. he and his producer discovered 19 rolls of 16mm film abandoned on uh, Hollywood Boulevard on the sidewalk one afternoon. Wow. Uh, deciding that it was a twist of fate because he was, like, a director, I guess, and he thought it was a sign. It's a sign I'm meant to derive. Yeah, exactly. And so they decided they were going to use the film and just, like, they shot a random short on it, and then they were like, let's write a real movie and use the rest of the film to, like, film a real movie. What year was it? This was uh, around the year, like, 2000, I so, think. So, like, digital existed. They yeah, were digital like, existed, just but they, like, film. found all this random... Let's cut some film. ...old film on the side of the road. So they okay. were like, let's use it. Because it's, like, authentically style. old, old cool. film. Um, so, the pair began writing a movie that would utilize the old black and white film, and so, Return to Babylon was filmed entirely on an original hand-cranked camera and focused... Uh, on the scandals of some of the 1920s most famous movie stars. So, according to some of the cast, including Jennifer Tilly and Debbie Mazar, is that how you say it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, It wasn't long before strange things began happening on the set of the film. So, the movie was like, it was a, a real movie. He was just like, his gimmick was that he was filming it on... This old, okay. like, authentic film using an was, old, authentic camera. Was it a scary movie? No. Okay. No. It's uh, it's about, like, silent film stars in the 20s because it's oh, filmed cool. on, like, that kind of film. Gotcha. So it looks kind of like an like an old talkie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so according to some of the cast, including, yeah, Jennifer Tilly, blah, 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 it wasn't long before strange things began happening on the set. Actors and actresses reported feeling otherworldly, oppressive entities lurking about, and Jennifer Tilly and other members of the crew claimed to have been reached out and grabbed by <gasps> unseen hands more than a few times. <gasps> no. The bizarre activity continued on for the duration of principal photography. But here's where it gets really creepy. Oh, no. What the actors didn't know was that Kanawati and his crew had started to notice strange things <gasps> in the editing room. No! No! Mysterious figures began appearing in the negatives. Sometimes Fuck. they were just bizarre shadows, but other times they were much less ambiguous. And the way my dad described this to me, he talked to, he said that, like, you know, on an old TV, you can kind of see, like, the lines going across it. Yeah. It looked like sometimes, like, somebody on film would like turn away but like half of the lines would like turn into something else instead of like moving with them oh my god like almost like i don't know i'll I'll try and describe it better here um like there's a warp that just like shouldn't be there there is there's an extreme warp though um but ba, 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 ba. the negatives revealed frightening and grotesque changes to the actors. Oh, God. And I'll show you some of the pictures of this afterwards because it's fucked up. Their hands appeared stretched, mouths twisted in agony, faces hideously distorted. <gasps> Entities appeared out of thin air and completely disappeared, none of which obviously were present on set while it was being filmed. There are reports of actors having elongated and webbed fingers. There's one no. of those that's really gross that I'll show you. Full body apparitions. Seeing the faces of dead actors like Lon <gasps> Chaney manifested in shots. Oh my and god. And shadows resembling demons or skeletons. Oh my god. The strange activity captured on film drew the attention of the Brooks Institute of Photography and several paranormal, paranormal and film enthusiasts who were all ready to prove the anomaly of fate. But in the end, not one person could definitively explain what had manifested on the negatives. And according to the Institute, the film breaks all rules of cinema logic. Holy shit. One proposed conclusion was that the effects were created via animation. However, the movie's budget was much too small to afford the cost of that. Also, it's like, how? No, there's no way. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I watched a lot of this and there's no way. Another explanation offered was that merging film running at 16 frames per second with digital running at 24 frames per second could cause that. Um, And others speculate that the movie's plot, again, it strings together the lives of some of the most famous uh, stars of the 20s, like Rudolph Valentino, Clara Bow, and Fatty Arbuckle. That's what I should Um, name my cat. (laughs) He is a Fatty Arbuckle. Plus the fact that they filmed it in the actual mansions and former homes of the stars. Dude. So they're playing those people. They're playing with using fire. Using film they're doing. from the era and a camera from the era on their actual property. They're using like like black magic film. Yeah, that like creepy made side of the road available film. to yeah. them mm-hmm. in their houses. Oh my god! And they also filmed on the Queen Mary. This was constructed. Somebody yeah. put this in action. Yeah. So, like, of course, it it doesn't seem out of the question that, like, something fucked up was going to happen. The film never found actual distribution, and according to the director, was the source of continued financial and personal bad luck. He, personally, uh, the director, has come to believe that a higher power was trying to get a message to the world through his film, and that the strange images aren't demonic, but rather Christ-like. 
and evidence that he captured something much larger than just the actors on film. That's a he that's takes somebody a grasping at straws yeah. because their career was ruined. Yeah. Yeah. He himself has said of the movie, quote, I have a strong amount of paranormal activity. Numerous film professionals cannot explain a lot of the images on the film. Countless psychics and mediums in the field of paranormal have concluded the presence of spirits and ghosts. There's a strong similarity to famous silent movie icons such as the original vampire Nosferatu and Phantom of the Opera, like in the little fucked up things that happen. You literally see the actors and actresses morph into these images in careful frame-by-frame study. And then he goes on to say, I happen to be with a cinematography and photography instructor from the Brooks Institute of Photography who kept asking me whether I had done any special effects on the dailies. I insisted I hadn't. He kept looking through the film, then he slowed it down, finally going through the footage frame by frame. It was with him that we started discovering the first anomalies. Over the course of the next three days, we found all sorts of images, and he verified to me that he had never witnessed anything like this in all his experience and teaching. At that point, I started showing other film professionals the footage, and no reasonable explanation could be given. From that point on, I started showing the film to paranormal researchers who concluded that I was sitting on something huge. Like this huge cat is sitting like on Like this huge cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this can be proven that it's not a hoax because the morphing in the images are on the film's original negatives. So Ooh, staff, that's what I'm saying. It can't be animation. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's embedded on the in the fucking it. negative. Well, guess what? In January of this year, <gasps> they made the entire film available on uh, YouTube. Kind of like Don's Plum. I started watching it, and I had to turn it off because I got too, too scared. out. We should watch it. We, we need to watch it in a, in I a know. group. So I'm just going to show you some pictures of the warped okay. faces that show I up. can't even see that. You need to look at them. They're really interesting. I can't even see that because it's not possible for that to be warped film. Look at it. Oh, I see. It gets worse. I don't know if I can, if I can witness. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. Isn't that weird? That is so fucking crazy. This one is the worst no, one. No, I don't like that. That is, I, I don't think, like the worst one. Um, oh, here be. are the long fingers, the creepy long fingers. Oh my God. The thing about it, listeners, first of all, what we're about to post on Instagram this week is true nightmare fuel. I know, I'm so Trigger sorry. fucking <laughs> warning, everybody. Yeah, like these are like terrifying. And there's no way that it's like bad film. Yeah. No. There's no way that, like, old film makes that happen. Also, like, even if it did somehow, uh, I don't, I, it, it would, like, affect more of it than just, like, the yes. faces. Yes, it's, it's isolated to, like, just the faces an, an, an eighth and, eighth like, of the frame. Like, that doesn't oh, here's another happen one. like that. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Um, and, yeah, listener, I mean. It's too exact to be. You can go on on YouTube and watch all of Return to Babylon right now. Do um, it. And I'll dare tell you, you it, it obviously it's a silent film. It's That's even done worse in the style and I did not make it in more than five minutes. Um, and We're then, watching it. Uh, We're gonna watch it. I've refused to watch it alone but we do have to watch it together because we just we need to know. Um, we need to know. We need to and know. it will haunt us and it might ruin Ooh, our lives. So but scary. So there's scary. we have to watch it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so. When was it filmed? So it was filmed in starting in like 2001, okay. and then I think they finished filming it around like 2004. It took a really long time. Yeah, but then like 
nobody would like touch it forever so it just like never came out oh my god yeah awful oh but uh, that's you know, so you scary. Can recognize like Jennifer Tilly in it, so it's a little less scary because of that. <sighs> so I was like, hi. Um, but yeah, it's really creepy. I that the the grotesque faces. I know. I hate it. It's it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, just There's like something everything else work. is normal except for the faces. Ugh, I hate it. Oh, I hate the idea. Why? Imagine like. There's something so unsettling about like object like a box of things appearing mm-hmm. to someone yeah and being like use me yeah being like, like it just right so happened me this is like I a haunted am. film that's like use yeah me. like a monkey's paw yeah it's terrible it's horrible and then like to film to deign to film using oh. clearly cursed ass film a movie about dead movie stars on their property is wild. I even think that, like, whoever put... Whatever horrible, uh, malignant entity put the fucking film in probably was like, well... I didn't even plan for this. Yeah, like this. You've gone above and beyond. Like I thought you were gonna just like keep it in your house, but yes, you've really done a lot with it. Yeah, you've really optimized Mm -hmm. the situation. You've done everything you can to get the result. that you're getting. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I feel like if if you found something like an old ass video camera, right. The worst thing you could do would be to go, like, be like, I'm going to shoot a movie about, like, a ritual sacrifice on a spot yeah. where a ritual sacrifice happened. Yeah, or, like, a murder a murder yeah. mystery. Yeah, I'm going to go to a house where somebody was killed and film a movie about, like, the woman who Ugh, died there. So rough. Oh, it's scary. Ooh. Um, Ooh that being said, like we did find a working old camera from, like, Probably around 1999 in my house that we've all been, like, taking turns going up to and looking through the little thing to watch it because we don't have the, like, right hookup to pull it off the camera. Oh, right, right. And over Christmas, Rachel kept calling it the memory machine. Oh, that's really (laughs) funny. I love that. The memory machine. (laughs) And you can't, you can only watch tapes, like, in it? Yeah, we, like, could not figure out how to get it off the thing and onto, like, a computer. Oh, cool. It's very frustrating. We have a bunch of cassettes and, like, VHSs that we should probably somehow digitize at some point. Yeah. But it's, like, like, I guess, like, all our memories can just die with us. The teeny tiny mini, I don't know, whatever the style was in, like, 99. Cool. I don't know. Anyway. I... Spooky. The spookiest thing I had was my dad's old film camera that just had a light leak. So, oh, like, everything would come out yeah. really weird looking. Yeah. But it was just cool. It wasn't, like, haunted. Yeah. I should have got that fixed. Well... I honestly think it was would have been more expensive to fix than to just buy a f- new fucking camera. Maybe. I found my dad's Instamatic camera over Christmas break. But they don't make the film for it anymore, mm. um, even though it's in, like, perfect condition. So, like, I was looking up, like, there are all these, like, hacks you can do where you buy, like, an empty film casing. And then you, like, go into a dark room and, like, do, like, film surgery to transfer one <laughs> kind of film on it. into it. Yeah, and I was just like, Ugh. Too much work. Too much work. Also, it's really hard to be a film photographer if you're poor because it's so expensive it's so insanely expensive and then like 
dark room space in the city is nuts to rent. I'm sure. And even, even, for even like just a couple getting hours. photos developed is expensive. Yes, getting photos developed. But if you want to do them yourself, it's like, good luck, dude. Yeah. Good fucking luck. Boy, and good luck joy. keeping that paper in a tight-sealed place Mm-mm. that isn't going to get any shit on it no. and light on it. No. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Babe, it's not going to happen. You can't take a picture. I'm sorry to say. Nothing is worth doing. No. That's true. Have That's you true. a ghoul for moi? I kind of do and okay. I kind of don't. Okay. I kind of do and I, and, I, and I kind of don't. Okay. So what we're doing today is we're reading from or rather, I'm taking from the Encyclopedia of Ghosts and Spirits by Rosemary Your favorite Ellen Guiley. Third edition. Third edition, everyone. And it's it's riddled with notes and post-its. And oh, yeah. It's your favorite time. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. But I had never seen this section. Uh-oh. This section is on Marian apparitions. What does it mean? Seeing the Virgin Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the person that saw her in Toast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So seeing the Virgin Mary happens a lot, and there are some occasions that the church is like saying, they're like, that's real. Authenticated. How? Well, I don't fucking know. (laughs) How do they test it? Basically, their visions are supernatural manifestations of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The experiences are accompanied by other paranormal phenomena like uh, music and singing, like choirs and harps, Uh, miraculous hearing. Nope. Healing. Oh, okay. (laughs) I guess miraculous hearing would have been the the, the sounds I just mentioned. And um, luminosities. Nice. Um, Extrasensory perception, ESP, Mm -hmm. and mediumship. Hell yeah. I know. A lot is possible. I didn't know that it extended that far. Untold numbers of Marian apparitions have been reported over the centuries. I feel like with the amount of uh, Catholic, like, weird shit that you can just claim, Mm -hmm. um, every day, like, 35 people claim to see. Yeah, I would imagine that at some point they must have just been flooding in. Listener, I'm sorry. For some reason, the people above me are just stomping There's, on the ground in their apartment. They're having a hearing apparition. There is a heavy-footed they, person that lives up there. They're hearing a jig. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though untold numbers of Marian apparitions have been reported over the centuries, only a handful have been deemed authentic by the Catholic Church. In most sightings, a luminous lady appears and identifies herself as Mary. She bears messages urging people to pray more, <laughs> lead a devout Fuck life. Off. Yep. Uh, she also asks for churches and shrines to be built to her. Okay, I don't come to your house and ask I you know. to make me a place to hang out. I mean, like I do that to some people. I'm like, can I just can can I just have this couch? Well, but that's different. It You're is not different. like, can you build me like a little she shed? Yeah. Miraculous healings often are reported in the wake of sight of, of sightings. So somebody will say, I saw her, I saw her here, and now I'm not blind anymore. In a number of cases, children are also um, recipients. Children are liars. Well, I don't know, <laughs> because we also established I know, I know. that children see the beyond. Oh. According to the Catholic Church, religious apparitions are not ghosts, but are mystical phenomena Permitted by God, which if that's, that's like 
He gets kind of a fucking ghost, you guys. Like, feels a little bit like a ghost. That's a ghost. Yeah, he gets to like choose everything. Don't you think he gets to like choose to like ghost mystical phenomena? That's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a very ornate way of saying a yeah. good, 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 I guess, like, the Catholic Church just must, must have, like, a very narrow and different definition of the word ghost. Ours, however, is broad enough to encompass a rectangle. Yep. As well as anything. As well as pretty much any old Literally shape anything. you could set your mind to. Or the wonderful, um, yokai that's just a, a roll of toilet paper. Oh, one of the greats. One of the greats. Both corporeal and incorporeal, is it corporal? It's corporeal. Apparitions are recognized and are mentioned in both the Old and New Testament of the Bible. Marian apparitions are not accepted as articles of faith, but those uh, which are deemed authentic are celebrated. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're not, they don't become like relics? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. They're just like, come, come see the famous, like, a hole in the ground that looks like Mary. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 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 going to talk about some authenticated apparitions, please, and then some not authenticated. Right. Guadalupe, Mexico, mm-hmm. 1531. Mary appeared five times to Juan Diego, a middle-aged Aztec convert to Catholicism. I'm sorry, Juan. I'm sorry that they did that to you. Is this they where the just of Guadalupe you be a Fucking Aztec. It's gotta be. I'll tell you. The apparitions uh, were recorded in various documents, including the Codex of Seville. Mm. The first episode occurred before dawn one morning as Juan was on his way to attend Mass. Quote, this is from Our Lady of Guadalupe, Marian Library Studies, number 85, 1961. He suddenly heard a great choir as of thousands of birds singing. What? He was enchanted and looked up to the hilltop where the music seemed to come from, and saw there a shining cloud of brightness in that dusk before dawn, and started to climb up the barren rocks towards it. What? Suddenly, the heavenly music stopped, and then through the silence, he heard a lady's voice call him by name. Juan. Juan Dieguito. Diego then saw a woman standing in the luminous cloud of mist, iridescent with rainbow hues. Oh, that's beautiful. She's beautiful. I would lose my shit. She immediately identifies herself as Mary, (laughs) saying, It's me. You must know and be very certain in your heart, my son, that I am truly the eternal virgin. You know me. Holy uh, mother, the true God, through whose favor we live, the creator, Lord of heaven, and the Lord of earth. Cool. I love, like, you must know. Uh, Y'all already know. And be very certain in your heart, my son. (laughs) One another, on another occasion, the apparition told Juan to pick flowers. Okay, sure. Although it was a cold time of the year, he found a garden of roses. At a, like, roses grow in the cold, whatever. At a site where no flowers had grown before. Okay. The flowers were roses of Castile, a species not grown in Mexico <gasps> at that time. What? Mary told him to wrap the flowers in his tilma, or cape, and take them to the bishop, which he did do. Diego revealed the flowers and the cape to the bishop and others who were present. A beautiful image of the Immaculate Conception was found to be imprinted on the cape. (gasps) What? Diego. A woman with the sun and stars standing on a new moon, moon of her life, with an angel at her feet. 
the style of the painting is not in the um, Maya Toltec Aztec tr- tradition of the time. So it so was just, just a, like a fucking fresco? picture from a different time era decided to appear on this cape that flowers from not Mexico mm-hmm. were inside like of. burned onto it. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wait, so that doesn't even become a relic then? I don't know. Well, let, let's see if they kept it. Um, it resembled primitive hier- hieroglyphics. The cape was made of ayate, a coarse fabric made of cactus fiber, and had a maximum lifespan of about 30 years. Oh, shit. Okay. Both the cape and the painting on the cape have lasted to today and, and are on display in the church shrine that was built at Mary's request. 1531. <gasps> Yeah. That's great. These fibers basically die and disintegrate in 30 days, wow. but it still exists to this very day. That's insane. Yes, and it's in the shrine that was <clears throat> built by Mary when she was like, you know it's me. Build me a shrine, please. Build me a shrine. It's your girl. Specialists have examined the figure's eyes in the painting and confirm what appear to be images of a man, perhaps Juan Diego, inside of each eye. What? Like, they get up close to it, and they're like, How? There is a miniature tiny man painted inside of each of these eyes. How? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. <sighs> Pope Pius the Roman numeral, mm-hmm. 1935 through 80, uh, 58, said that, quote, On the tilma of humble Juan Diego, as tradition relates, brushes not of this earth left painted an image more tender, with the corrosive work of the centuries, which the corrosive work of the centuries was marvelously respected. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Pope Pius, the Roman numeral. Moving on. Lord's France. Is that how you say it? Lourdes. Lourdes. Yeah, Lourdes. just Lourdes. Fine. 18 occasions from February 11th to July 16th, 1858. Okay. 14-year-old Bernadette Subaros reportedly saw Mary in a grotto along the Grave du Pas River near Lourdes. Bernadette said she saw, quote, a girl in white, no taller than I, who greeted me with a little bow of her head. On one occasion, the lady spoke in the Lord's dialect and said, quote, will you please come here every day for a fortnight? I do not promise to make you happy in this world but in the next, what? in the last apparition, so the last of the 18, the woman identified herself saying, I am the Immaculate Conception. So she did this without knowing who, she was like, all right. Yeah. She thought she just found a friend. She's like, a yeah, pretty, I'll come here for two a weeks. A pretty friend. What, did they not talk during these I think, no, they session? did talk, but she, at the last, she was like, hey, before you go. Hey, FYI. I am the Immaculate Conception. I'd be like, prove it. I'd probably believe her at that point. I'd be like, I've known this whole time. As a result of the apparitions, Bernadette reportedly experienced trances or ecstasies, some lasting an hour. Maybe they just fucked. They probably did. Sorry, Bernadette. If I was in Bernie's shoes, I would have. I understand it's confusing. Uh, She's 14 years old, though. I I hope that didn't happen. Mm. After her series of visions ceased, a spring near the site became credited with miraculous healing powers. Because this is a grotto, right? Yeah. The spring has no known natural therapeutic properties. Mm. Believers attribute its curative powers to the patronage of Mary. Beautiful. It's got to be like minerals or something. It's got to be something. 
Numerous other cla- others claim um, numerous other claims of visions and miracles proved to be spurious. The Catholic Church authenticated Bernadette's apparitions four years later and canonized canonized Bernadette as a saint on December eighth, nineteen thirty three. So all you have to do wait. So she became a saint. Yeah. Why? Just because she was a friend. She yes. became a friend and then a saint. It's like, I well, that's guess... A, that's a good way to beat the system. Nowadays, honestly, not that hard to become a saint. Really? I mean, like, I don't know. You gotta do But a it sounds like miracles. it can't be that hard. I thought that Bernadette would have to perform a couple of miracles. This might have been counting as one. Yeah, where are the other two? Well, this happened 18 times. She saw her 18 times, right? Wait, what To happened? be honest, I have no idea. Hmm. Well. I don't know. Seems a little bit like they were just handing that one out. They probably were just desperate. <laughs> they were like, tough times. Yeah. And uh, the Catholic the depression. Business, I yeah. don't know. They must have just been desperate for one. The identi- identification of the apparition as the Immaculate Conception is important to, to Catholicism, obviously, and has been taken by many Catholics to be heavenly confirmation of the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception, which had been defined as a Catholic dogma in 1854. It's basically a huge theme, for those of you who don't know, is that this one lady never even fucked. Mary. Oh, you talking Mary? This lady never even fucked. Listener, if you're familiar with uh, Colton on The Bachelor, picture that, but like a less hot yeah. woman. And mm-hmm. it was like a long time ago, so probably... She was probably, probably slamming. Kinda... She was probably pretty hot. You think so? She's not fucking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she was married. Yeah, all right. You know what? Like... I mean, you know, ancient times, you got to assume that everybody was pretty gross for the most part, unless you were super that's wealthy. True. I did. I was going to say, like, you just never know, because I did see two nuns on the train the other day that were, like, too beautiful to be alive. Oh, I, I mean, she could have been beautiful, but I just mean, like, gross physically from not having access to, like, hygiene Everyone tools. had, like, every kind of disease. Well, yeah. that's, yeah. And that's what I mean when I say, like, Your body's only the full of super wealthy could afford to, like, bathe. Full of boils. So. Full of lesions. Yeah. Uh, you got warts everywhere. Your teeth just are in shambles. If you have them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, things like um, refined sugar probably weren't as prevalent, so maybe people had great teeth. Just eating a bunch of cactus. Maybe. I, I don't know if that's what they did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you would assume that. Deserts. <laughs> what? Are you talking about, like, the Middle East? Yeah, where Mary would have fucking lived, dude. I don't think they were gobbling up cacti. You don't think they ate cactus in the Middle East? I think they mostly ate, like, unleavened bread and, like, hummus and shit. You're telling me nobody ate a cactus? I don't... I'm going to be real with you, dude. I don't even know if there are cactuses. You don't think that there's a succulent that grows in the Middle East? I'm going to look it up right now because, honestly, I don't. <laughs> I don't need, I don't know. This is something that I, I've never studied. Having gone to... I don't know vegetation. I've gone to the, the, the desert in you Israel tell me. and you sat tell out me. there. And I, I know that there are plenty of plants, but I don't think there are, like, saguaro cacti. I would love there. to know if there's a kind of cactus. 
Okay. And if so, if people ate it. Middle East desert. And you know what? If they did eat the cactus, Plants. I think that they probably hallucinated a bunch of Marys. I think that that's what mainly caused it. Okay. And that's so here's what, I'm what they got out there. Date palms. So you got dates. Okay. You can have dates. Delicious. Acacia. Ooh, yum. Which I, it's, I feel like you could probably eat that. Yeah. Salt bushes. Doesn't Tell me more. Honestly, it's hard to hard to say. Wait, let me let me click on that. Hang on a second, Alexa. Alexa, no, Alexa, what's it. a salt bush? She's not listening to me. Okay, salt bush grows around three to six feet in height and has leaves which look like spinach leaves. Um, although edible, the strong salty taste makes it unfit for consumption. Okay, uh, you got the gaff tree. Uh, it doesn't say if you can eat it. Oh, they, they are caper plants, so you could eat those. Cool. Um. Now that one's not salty, like a caper would be? I think they're not salty until you pickle them. Because, you know, okay. you have to yes, brine capers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Juniper trees, which I guess you could make gin out of. Alfalfa, which you can Great. eat, because I know buns eat that. Sure. Um... But no cactus to be found. I'm not seeing any cactus. Wow. I hate to tell you. You know but what? capers. I just would always picture Jesus chomping on a cactus, so. <laughs> it does seem crazy. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a real shame. I'm sorry. That's a real shame that he never got to eat a cactus. <laughs> he could have. I don't know if he did. He could have traveled far and wide. I don't know. I don't think so. Wait, you know what? Just to, just to double check, I'm going <laughs> to Middle East desert... Cactus. Wow. Truly, truly shocking to know. Cactus. You never saw a cactus flower. Well, wow. there's a prickly pear, but it's not native to the region. So. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I thought there'd be a cactus everywhere. Oh, well, yeah. you live and learn. You live well, and you learn. I mean, here I was always I, in my in my uh, nativity scenes. I just put all these cactus open and rubbing it over his leathery skin. Yeah, of course. I mean, I remember from birthright just in the in the desert part of it, just being like, "There's just fucking scorpions and spiders everywhere," and that's all. That's scary. Yeah, I don't remember seeing a a, a calming, familiar face of a cactus. Oh, wow. I can't even believe that a scorpion is allowed to exist somewhere that a cactus can't. Like a whip-tail scorpion. Wow, rude. Hiding rude. under a rock. Why would God do this? Well, maybe he didn't is know what about religious cact- cactus folks would say. Because you'd ha- think he would have put one know, or two out there for his son to nibble on. You'd think at the <laughs> very fucking least. It's like you're only giving him 33 years and I think in all those idea years. I of like... <laughs> It's really funny if you think about it being like, so you're telling me that one desert has a cactus and, and one desert just fucking doesn't? doesn't have any fucking cactus? That's like telling me that like one like Arctic <laughs> climate has snow and the other just doesn't. Or just like one has polar bears and then one just doesn't. Well, I think that is true. I know. I said it as, oh, okay. as a joke. Because <laughs> one is polar bears and one is penguins. Oh, yeah. Penguins. Or penguins. Penguins. Yeah. Penguins. Yeah. Well... Well, okay, so I guess I should close this out with that. Uh, there's no... in Jesus never saw a cactus. You heard it here first. Jesus could never see a cactus. If he ever appeared He lived in the desert in all his Sedona, life. Maybe he did. He lived in the desert all his life. He never even got to see a cactus. 
Like, yeah, I mean, for real. (laughs) It's really sad. If you do think about it, he never, he doesn't know what a succulent is. Guess what? Jesus never even saw a, a oak tree. Think about all the stuff he never saw. I'm not, I'm not doing those. <laughs> never got to see a deer. I mean. Okay. <laughs> you don't know that. Never saw a squirrel. Can't confirm. Never did. Never. I think that like. He never saw a orange leaf. Well, you could, Okay. Anything that didn't exist in, like, Israel, Palestine, in the year zero, yeah, he didn't see mm-hmm. a computer. <laughs> you know, Jesus never saw a CD. <laughs> do you know, do you ever think about how oh, Jesus man. never got to hold an iPhone? Do you know that Jesus never got to, like, light a lighter? Do you know never got to know? Jesus never got to see T2 in theaters? Mm-hmm. That's true. He never, Jesus has never seen L-O-T-R. Heartbreaking. Trilogy. <laughs> yeah. It's heartbreaking. That's yeah. why I'm not Catholic. <laughs> he can't really. Jesus didn't even get to know what denim was. <laughs> like a knife to the heart. Yeah, it's really tough to hear. Oh, boy. Never saw a pine cone. Oh. Jesus never got to. <laughs> no, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, anyway, back to this. Back to this, I guess. Anyway, six million pilgrims go to this one place every year. Hope it's worth it. Six million pilgrims, and there's not even a cactus. Wow. I mean, you got to find something to put on that sunburn. Wow. But guess what? It's not going to be aloe vera. Mm. A bunch of physicians go, too, and they... They, like, document cases of cures that happen associated with the water. Oh, that's And they're cool. just like, this definitely happened, and we don't know why. I'm a doctor. I, it is me, a doctor. Yep. In Fatima, Portugal, in 1917, three appearances of, of a being Oh, my God, is this what Our Lady of Fatima is about? Probably. Mm, I don't know. It's got to be, dude. Probably. Uh, identified itself as the Angel of Portugal. Cool. Portugal. Mary appeared to three children. Lucia dos Santos and her two cousins, Jacinta and Francisco Marto, mm-hmm. ages 10, 7, and 9, respectively. Great. The two girls saw, quote, a young lady and heard her speak. The boy saw her but did not hear her speak. Uh-oh. It's because men never listen to women. <laughs> the children said the lady was dressed in white and stood above a small tree. Above a small tree. She asked them to return to the same place at the same hour on the same day for six consecutive months. <gasps> Mary loves to make you make fucking appointments with her. Six months? Who even fucking knows what you're going to be it's doing? It's really in six up months. from like a fortnight, which she wow. asked Bridget to do. Tens of thousands of spectators showed up at the appointed time because the oh, children so were children just were like, like, "I'm telling like, everyone." Oh, Yes, to witness the six apparitions. All but the August appearances took place at Cova de Iria, a grazing ground near, okay, Aljustril, a village in the parish of Fatima, north of Lisbon. At the final sighting on October 13th, a crowd of 50,000 <gasps> at least wow. gathered in the rain. Mary appeared to the children and told them to build a chapel in her honor. She said she was the Lady of the Rosary, and that people must say the rosary daily. 
Lucia saw in succession Mary as Our Lady of Sorrows and as Our Lady of, of Mount Carmel, St. Joseph with the child, and Jesus as a man. So in succession, she saw all of those people. I don't know what any of those mean. They're all different people, and she saw them all. Mm, so, like, okay. uh, Our Lady of Sorrows. What happened? Oh, yeah. About to spill water everywhere. Baptize my house. Um, Jesus as a man. <laughs> I know favorite. what that means, yeah. Uh, then the rain stopped, and a phenomenon known as the, quote, miracle of the sun occurred. <laughs> the sun appeared suddenly through a rift in the clouds and seemed to rotate, throwing off multicolored light. What? That would have been so fucking cool. That would have been so It sick. appeared to plunge to the earth. <gasps> okay, never giving mind. Off I hate it now. Some in the crowd feared it was a signal of the end of the world and uh, panicked. Yeah. Fear then gave way to awe as the sun returned to normal in the sky. Oh, fuck that. Also, 50,000 people saw this. Oh, my fuck. The miracle of the sun was witnessed miles away. Oh, so even more than that. And lasted 10 minutes. <gasps> the significance of it is it's not terrifying. known. Photographers at the event documented the unusually fast change from wet to dry Wait, environment. What? I want to look up but photos of it. not the, they didn't see, like, Come on. the phenomena. Of what the is it called? Sun. Miracle of the sun? Yes. I also feel like oh, that's a lyric of something. Maybe in Hedwig. I don't remember. According to Mary, the apparition Mary, the purpose of her coming was to deliver messages to the people um, of the need for daily recitations of the rosary. Like, I'm going to throw the fucking sun into yeah. the earth fucking and put it back in the, in the fucking sky to me. so that you goddamn say your goddamn prayers. Okay, this photo is pretty cool. Let me see. I guess that big old thing is the sun coming Ooh, towards them. Ooh, cool. That's scary. That's kind of fun. Um... Prayer and mortification for the con- conversion of sinners. Mm-hmm. Prayers for priests. Actually, yeah. Tr- send, I mean, we really need to pray that priests no longer exist, is Oof. in my uh, yeah. opinion. An offering of the Holy Communion to reparation on the first Saturday of every month. In addition, all people of the world needed to be devoted to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Mother. <laughs> she just is really selfish. She's honestly. very demanding. She's like, please visit me every single day. Those oh, are the children, children, and they have haunting eyes. Oh, no. I want you to look at this. We're posting this one. We're posting so many deeply disturbing This is the look of Catholicism. <laughs> okay? That's what it does to you. I don't like it. That's Catholicism. This looks just as warped as that fucking movie. I would describe that as, yeah, I would describe that as grotesque. Yeah, I don't sadness, like it. Misery, like fear, it. guilt, shame. <gasps> Do you think this might have been ancient aliens? I feel like most of this was aliens. Okay. I feel like Marian apparitions are mostly probably aliens. Well, if I'm being, if I'm being honest, be honest. There's also, like, we don't even have time to go into, into the unauthenticated apparitions, but there's a bunch in Egypt, um, Marian appearances, fucking shitload. So many, so many people, hundreds of alleged spontaneous cures of all manners of disease and, il- uh, and illnesses, um, gangrenous fingers. <gasps> there was a man who had gangrenous fucking fingers nice. and was due for surgery the next day, completely recovered. Oh, you dipshit. That Waste that fucking surgeon's time. That doesn't, like, go away. Yeah, I don't gangrene. think gangrene reverses itself. Not in a day. Uh, yeah, so there's just sporadic 
places, Bosnia, remote village, mm-hmm. uh, attracted millions of pilgrims and tourists. Wow. So she appeared there on a hill to six adolescent villagers <laughs> in the 80s. Uh, yeah, the, the, the kids were like, we're seers now. We're magic now. Now I'm magic now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the sun in Bosnia, this one place, a kind of miracle of the sun also happened. It, it basically reported that the sun pulsated, <gasps> spinned hypnotically, what? changed into a white disc or shrine in a rainbow what? of brilliant That's colors. That's an alien if I've ever fucking heard one. Yes. A disc? I know. So I was going to save it to the end, but there's a there's hundred more of these. Um, in Georgia, a registered nurse began having trouble with demons. As oh, you do. Honey. Uh, she had quit attending Sunday Mass due to the schedule of a new job. We've all been I mean, there. I get it. She saw grotesque, shadowy forms and, and doubted her sanity. Mm. She gave up her weekend job, returned to Mass, and found a priest who exercised most of the demonic harassment. Okay. One night, she awakened to see a vision of a cross and white light on the ceiling. A disembodied voice told her she was a prophet oh. and to open the Bible. Okay. She randomly opened it to Jeremiah 1.5, which says... The Lord said to me, I chose you before and I gave you life and I before and before you were born, I selected you to be a prophet to the nations. She then received instructions and guidance from a voice which identified itself as the Lord. Cool. In 87 she tried to end the mystical experiences just being like, Please, <laughs> yeah, like stop. okay, I, did I, I do am it? Tired. I would like a full I night's sleep. To rest. Rather than end, they increased in magnitude. Oh no, this I poor know. woman. She perceived a silent, full-length apparition of Jesus. Full length. <laughs> Head to tail. <laughs> Tip oh, to top. Man. Followed by clear, audible interior voices that gave religious instructions. Oh, poor, long-suffering woman. And then Jesus appeared to her every fucking day. Great. Full length. Can't long, wait to see you every long night. Boy, when long I'm boy, trying to Jesus. Rest. Long yeah. Jesus all the way around. <laughs> she also said that then Mary started visiting her, and it was always preceded by birds singing outside of the house. That's so, cute. and then a burst of light would happen. She appeared like, in oh, the living hi, room. Mary. Uh, she was life size. And holding a baby Jesus. Be so upset. And she was like, e- either smaller than life size or larger than life size, honestly. I'd be upset either way. Yeah. So that's, I mean, there's so many, so many, so many, so many people. I do want to hear more of those. Well, I'll have to look more. Look yeah. Up. And they're also like super, super long, so we don't have time for all of them. I but a lot of the so time, curious about people that. are like, yeah, I was like outside and then I saw an insane light. And I heard a bunch of singing, and then I saw this woman who was like, you know who I am. Yeah. You already know who it is, bitch. You know who I am. You better and fucking you know who I better, am. better, like, worship me in a daily There's, like, two style. famous people, and I'm one of them. I am famous for never, ever singing. Like, there, <laughs> back then, there was, like, one... One or two famous people, and she was like, "You know, if you don't know me, you know my song. It's probably me. you might recognize me from by Bible. This baby, I'm holding mm-hmm. this immaculate baby. Mm-hmm. And then if it's like none of you even care, watch this. None of you care, son. You better fucking come back here every day for six months and build me a fucking house. Build me a shrine. Build me a house, or I will never bring. Or the I'm sun gonna back. throw the fucking sun at you. Oh. <laughs> Hope you're happy. Uh, I do think it's aliens. Yeah, it definitely sounds like aliens more than anything else to me. I think it's aliens for sure. Yeah. 
We haven't even gotten into aliens yet, which I think next week I'm Ooh. I'm gonna do an alien. Okay. And um, should we? I also coordinate? let's do some kind aliens. of love to do an alien. Yeah. Aliens, I'm is my is one of my worst fears. Yeah, I'm really scared of aliens. Yeah. After signs, I didn't sleep for weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know that like in the same way that I'm like I could maybe fight a cougar. I know that in me versus aliens. Stephanie? What? Do you think you could win a fight with an alien? <laughs> Ow. Oh. No, you can't do the same strategy of punching it down the gullet. I thought you were going to say. No way. Probably doesn't you even have a gullet. You ready to go. Probably doesn't even have a gullet to punch. Well, yeah. No, I don't have anything ready to go other than being like, take me with you, I guess. Yeah. I, I think surrender. that's probably the safest way to go. I surrender and um, just make it not hurt. That's what I would say. I don't think they're going to understand what you're saying in either way. So They definitely know everything about us and more about us than we know. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to just, like, understand you being like, don't hurt me. I think they're just going to be like, get in. Get in, loser. They probably will say get in, loser. But I feel like in the same way that we think about um, small creatures, um. they're probably like, I don't want to hurt this mouse. Some people do, though. Yeah, I guess a scientist does. <laughs> guess that's right. And, like, what would they be doing with us if not science stuff? True. Okay, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried about it. I know. Tonight's NyQuil dreams are you know what, be though? fueled by Momo. Robin and I Treating ourselves to some NyQuil. Yeah, I can't wait. Sweet, bitter nectar. The grotesque uh, faces on that film. Yeah. Momo, the children. And then the greys finally come and in And then finally me. the greys. Um, it's got to be aliens, so it's got to be. I also kind of like, I kind of dabbled in this, but then I was like, no, I can't. I need to research it more. Stigmata. We haven't really covered oh, yeah. it at all. Yeah. So those are two separate episodes, though, Aliens and Stigmata. Yes, arguably. Unless you can find a way to connect them, All of this shit impressed. is related. The Freemasons do, so, which is a whole nother episode. Well, 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 well. Gotta get my dad to come on the pod and just deny everything. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna definitely agree. Yeah. It's gonna be good. I think that that's like a ten-parter, the Freemasons <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of Freemason stuff in my Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner I, breakdown. I mean, I, I will have to, like, double-dose myself on Dayquil and, like, Sudafed one day. To, to knock out the Rhyme to of the Ancient Mariner To knock out Mariner the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Yeah, I yeah. think you have to get yourself to a place where you're basically fully hallucinating. I'm going to do, like, coffee and Red Bull together. Mm-hmm. And well, then, um... Hold on now, because I do that normally. No, but mixed is one drink. Okay. There, I've, I've double-fisted them a pretty good You've amount. Like, almost every day for the past three weeks. Okay, well, not me. So, um, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to take, um, I don't know, some kind of zingy something. Okay. Like a, like a, you know a shot of B12. I think if you do the thing that your teacher prescribed where you drink seven That's vodka, a, I, yes. I think you'll get to a spot where you are hallucinating. If you drink seven vodka and go run for ten minutes and all mm-hmm. your winter clothes. Pepper vodka, yeah. Okay. I think that you are going to see something really special. Okay. I think I will. I think that you should. I'm going to see an apparition of a Marian apparition. I think that in prep, 
you should maybe just get like a tape recorder so you don't have to try and write anything down. You just speak what you're saying, seeing. It'll just be me just saying over and over again, out of breath, Jesus never got to see a cactus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I stopped Jesus, there so cactus. I stopped with this bad wife, but I got you a succulent. I never saw it. Jesus, if I you hear me. I found out that you could never the get cactus to see a cactus. is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Cactus has a pleasing texture. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy how supple it is. Oh, it's supple and yet, and yet prickly. Sure. Oh, it is a flower, but you can't you can't hug it. Stephanie, what is your tip? I would say never assume that an ecosystem is the same around the world. Biomes. And um, yeah, never assume, ne- never assume, because you make an ass out of me and Jesus. Mm. And um, Jesus never got to go to karaoke. Oh boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy, that one hurts to know. Um. I'll also say that if you find something that's like too good to be true, it is. Jesus never drank and it's haunted. Cola. Oh, yeah, that is a really if, great if, point. Like, if, if you're like a ballerina you, and you you go on the side of the, of the road and there's a box and there's a perfect pair lightly shoes, worn yeah. ballet shoes, run. There are how many how many fucking parables must there Dude, be before you understand fucking run it's a look trap look that gift horse in the mouth it's don't a take trap, it trap you guys it's a trap don't take it don't you fucking take it no no it's bait it's bait for the demons i'll piggyback off that and say don't tempt fate by if you're filming something about oh, boy a personal tragedy why are you going to go and film it on the scene where that actually happened? You're yeah. begging for trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, unless that's your goal, in which case you've really figured out how to get there. But I don't think that it's uh, a good idea. No. I don't think it's a good idea. No. Um, I will also say my tip is, like, I guess, like, I, even though it seemed like it worked out for a bunch of those people... In general, I would say if somebody asked you to, like, apropos of nothing, come back and see them at the same time and day, every day, like, you're under no obligation to do that. You don't have to feel like you need to do that out of, like, politeness. Yeah, you definitely don't. And, like, yes, it's what my job asks me to do. And, you know, well, in a lot of ways we all do this. but, uh, But if it's somebody who's not paying you for it. Sure, and especially if and, they're like, and I'm I am coming out strong against unpaid interns. But once you're dead, I'll pay you for it. Right, then you're like, oh, now hold on. Hang on now. Well, that's basically, yeah, what an unpaid internship is. Don't yeah. fall for it. Don't do it. Don't take an unpaid internship. You don't have anyone. to be a runner on like a terrible movie. No, just you don't because have to you do break anything. into the biz. Definitely. And another tip, a lifetime tip, is um, you should just lie to get your first job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get good at lying and you can do anything. I've done it so many times. And then you just quickly learn the one thing. Because guess what? Skills aren't that hard to learn, everyone. Also, everybody lies on a resume. Put that you're proficient in something, and then if you get hired, just, like, figure it out. Do you know that I had a job where I had to do QuickBooks for, like, five years, and I still don't know how to do QuickBooks? I don't even know what it is. I think it's for Or what it's used for. I don't know. And guess what? Nobody else knew that I wasn't doing it. Well. So, congratulations to me. Congratulations, everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Congratulations, especially. I'm spent. I'm spent for this episode. Oh, yeah, to Lady Gaga. Congratulations, Gaga. More congratulations, Olivia Coleman. 
Oh, God, I love her so much. I'm, I am spent, honestly. I'm spent from this. I can't stop thinking about I can't stop Momo thinking about Momo. Challenge. I <laughs> can't stop. Oh. Google Momo. Oh, it's horrible. I can't believe I'm going to have to look at it again to post it on Instagram. I, just in, like, this hour, we've seen too many bad pictures for me. I might take a cab home. I don't want to walk home with Momo on the brain. I I thought you were going to be, like, with her behind me. And now stop, that dude! No, definitely doing it. Yeah. Fuck you. I almost, when I said that, I got scared she was behind me and there's a wall behind me. (laughs) So I'm very scared of her. Well, guess who's taking a $6 cab home? It's you. It's me. All right, right, everyone. Guys, please email us. That's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at that's the spirit. We really love a rate and subscription. Right, subscribe. Uh, tell us one thing that you wish that Ugh. Jesus has gotten to sleep. <laughs> it could be yeah. anything from Jesus never got to uh, mm, pet a uh, 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 pug dog. Oh, boy. They didn't even exist for, like, mm-hmm. so many years. To Jesus never got to eat a Popsicle. Popsicle. Popsicle, yeah. Um, it could also be something you could tell us something he did get to do. And you know what? Don't just assume find out for sure because an hour ago I would have said he got to see a cactus give it a goob okay give it a quick goob okay I'm pointing at the mic I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain to think of something he got to do that I know for a fact and I'm like well I don't know if he got to nap he see probably a palm didn't. tree maybe yeah I would hope so mm-hmm maybe oh my god I don't even know if he got to see stained glass go for a swim I don't even know if he got to see sea glass he definitely could, could go for a swim I think hope so. He never got to have a hot dog. Well, yeah, no, for sure not. For sure, even if they existed, he couldn't have eaten one. No, he could have a Hebrew National. Okay. Maybe, like, maybe he got to eat a coconut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a coconut I think he did, because of palm trees. No, I don't know if there are coconut ones there. I think there are only coconut ones. Oh, Christ. Are you telling me that there's some palm trees don't have coconuts? Yes. Date palms, dude. God fucking shit. I think it might only be date palms over there. Man, man, oh man, oh man, oh man. (laughs) Devastating. I don't think he ever saw a coconut. Hold on, listener, before you go, I gotta find out. You know I gotta find out. Devastating. (laughs) I would like somebody to do like an exegesis. Look into the Bible to just take out what would have been the daily experience. Yeah, dude, he never saw Oh, Lord, Lordy Lou. He never saw a coconut. They're nowhere. They're nowhere here. Oh, he never saw a coconut. (laughs) We gotta go. We're good to go. We love you. Love you.